Welcome to the Holistic Wealth and Health Podcast. Your co-hosts Jason Smith and Brian Bibbo will inspire and teach you how to prosper in your mind, body, and spirit, not just your financial life. Joining forces with field experts, Jason and Brian are here to help you focus on what matters most in your life, living well. Let's get started. Welcome to the Holistic Wealth and Health Podcast with Jason Smith and Brian Bibbo of the J.L. Smith Group. I'm Patrice Sikora, and in this episode, Jason and Brian discuss why it is so important to include health when talking about financial planning. Jason, in fact, why is this podcast called Holistic Health and Wealth? Hi, Patrice. Thanks. Yes, I will address that. This is the how the genesis of how this came about. We were having a conversation about six months ago. Uh, the team there at JL Smith Group, we kind of have an off-site planning meeting where we talk about the clients and we talk about the firm and we just talk, do the planning on our own firm, our own planning. And as we did that, what we looked at and recognized across our firm is our team members are very passionate about um, holistic planning. Of course, that's what we do, holistic planning and then the management of that plan to see it through. But what we're also passionate about is health. And so when I say health, I'm not talking about um, very specifically, you know, going to the doctor, right? I'm talking about kind of big picture, the mind, the body, the soul, right? And so mental, physical, social health, all those different areas, we're all very committed as a team. And as we looked across our clients, we saw some our best clients are also committed to, you know, health in different ways. And so we realized, you know what, if we're going to talk about this and we're going to bring together our clients on a more regular basis and the people that are, that have similar likes and, and passions and, and things that they have in common, let's, let's start doing a podcast and let's start doing some events, which we're going to be doing throughout the rest of this year, centered around these topics that we're all very passionate about. And so we love to educate on holistic planning. We do that in the local universities and libraries and even one-on-one with people. And so we figured this is a new venue that we can get our education out there around holistic planning and management and also get our education out there around things we're passionate about around holistic health in those three big, big categories. Brian, do the clients see it this way? There's no doubt about it. I mean, and here's a great story to share with you. We had a client that retired in February of 2019, and he was uh, in a situation where he was uh, about 260, 270 pounds, shared the story with me, and he realized, hey, I'm retiring, time to change my lifestyle. I'm not working every day. And it was it was really an eye-opening experience. A year later, uh, you know, I ran into him again. He came into the office. And he was down to about 205 pounds. And I said, oh, my gosh, what did you do? And he's just like, I realized how important health was. I realized that even if I just start walking around the neighborhood and starting to walk around the mall, and then a few months into it, he started integrating swimming at the gym, he saw a huge dramatic change in his life between his energy, 
hanging out with the Grand Jojin and being to do being able to do so many other things. So we're seeing it more and more how important it is to keep your health up for your future, whether it be for yourself, your family, or everyone else around you. It's just such an integral part of financial management. It's also that health, making sure you're enjoying your money and you're not sitting back at home watching the Netflix or the TV every day. All right. That's awesome. A great story. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Patrice, one of the things that really inspired me, because I'll never forget the moment I heard this, and it was a, it was a very successful financial advisor that's in the industry. And he was speaking on, at, a, at a conference I was speaking at, and uh, he was on the stage actually right before I was. And I was watching him give his talk. And he's actually an Indian gentleman. And so what he did is he he shared an old Indian proverb is what he said it was. And But I remember when he spoke the words, it really struck me. And it actually was um, at that time when when the idea came about of doing this podcast as an additional venue of educating our clients. What what was said was uh, a healthy person has a thousand wishes. And a sick person has only one wish. And that just struck me, right? Of like how important, you know, it is to not just focus on holistic planning and, and management, which is what we've always done, but the, the whole holistic health piece as well. Share with me what holistic planning and wealth management really is. How, how do you do this? What is it? I would say that what that is, big picture, is that is the coordination of all the important aspects of your financial life. And financial is a big umbrella because what falls under financial is your taxes, your insurance, your wealth management, your um, income or cash flow planning, your um, healthcare planning, such as Medicare or your or whatever healthcare you know system you're on. But if you're before or after 65, pension and Social Security optimization planning, it's all those different areas being coordinated into one comprehensive plan. The vision I really had going back 20 plus years ago of bringing all these things together is we used to, I used to work with a a CPA and then an attorney and then a stockbroker. And then I was handling all the insurance parts of the, of the planning. And we used to work together in, in all the clients, and this is 20 plus years ago. And I saw that importance of bringing all the, all those areas um, together into one plan, because too often what happens is people are working in silos. So if you look even at that, the ultra high net worth, the very affluent people have always had all those areas connected, all those professionals sitting at the table, working on behalf of the client. But most people, the more of the, the middle class, the middle class millionaires, the hardworking people, the masses out there that have done a great job of saving and accumulating assets, what they've been primarily served by is people that are really just selling their products and services. So they'll have 
an investment person that's selling stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. They'll have an insurance person that's selling life insurance, annuities, long-term care. They'll have a tax professional that's return selling tax returns and accounting services and an attorney that's selling trusts, wills, and, yeah. and all the legal documents, but they're all working in silos. Mm-hmm. And no one is communicating and collaborating and having all these things connected into one comprehensive plan. And when that happens, there's always gaps. People pay too much in taxes or fees or potential catastrophic healthcare costs can can slip through the cracks and then bite them at the end. And at the end of the day, all these things that can get overlooked can lead to someone running out of money in retirement. And that's the last thing people need or want to do. And so that's what the importance of holistic planning and what it is. It's pulling together all these different aspects into one comprehensive holistic planning, make sure all these areas are connected and talking to each other. Where does this planning process start? What happens here is like someone like yourself meets us, whether it be, hey, a friend or a family member refers you to us. That's commonly where we meet people through those warm introductions. But as Jason shared with you, it's also the subjects that we talk about, whether it be taxes, Social Security, Medicare, uh, fraud prevention at the local universities and libraries around the office and our other office in Fremont, Ohio. But once we once we meet you, you come in, we get to know you a little bit more. And what we call that is our holistic planning process. And you're going to come in for the first phase, and it's going to be called the discovery phase, where we get a chance to you know meet you, learn more about you, what are your goals, what's in your mind and what's in your heart. That's what we care about the most. What's in your mind and what's in your heart. Mm -hmm. And we want to focus on what do you want to focus on? We're not here to say, hey, guess what? You need to get this this life insurance policy to leave all this money to your kids. And you go, I want to bounce my last check. So with, <laughs> with that being said, you don't want to run into that situation. So we're here to talk about you in that discovery phase, understand your goals and objectives, looking at your finances, your taxes, starting to coordinate things together and the services you need. Then once we get an understanding from that, we decide to move forward as a team and we get into that design phase where we start organizing your financial life. What we commonly see uh, in a household is everything's in a filing cabinet or some stuff's in my safe, some stuff's in the filing cabinet, some stuff I don't even file. So we start taking all those documents, we organize them together so we have one big picture and get everybody on the same team. And we build out something called a family estate organizer, takes all those documents and puts them in one central location. We're going to get an understanding of your cash flow. What do you currently have coming in? What do you need to have coming in? Is there an income gap there? And what do we mean by that? An income gap, if I have $2,000 of Social Security coming in, but I need $3,500 a month to live off of, well, guess what? There's an income gap there of $1,500. So we got to get an understanding of that. And we use a bucket plan approach that I'll have Jason talk about more in a minute. But once we get all that stuff, we got to understand someone like you, Patrice, do you like to go to the casino and roll the dice and go, hey, I'm going to take the risk? Or do you go, hey, I don't want to lose a dime, make sure I'm safe? Or is it somewhere in between? <laughs> so we got to get an understanding of, of, of what volatility, what kind of uh, risk do you want to take on the investment? And we coordinated that with the bucket plan. The next phase of the process is really the delivery phase, where we sit down and we start going over all the 
those great things Jason shared with us, like the social security analysis, the tax analysis, long-term care mitigation, investment distribution strategies, Roth conversion. There's so many things in, in that third step of the process, the delivery phase we go through to make sure you have strategies and solutions that fit your goals and fit your needs. That's so important. Then really the last last stage is, is an ongoing stage. It, it, ke- it keeps going on forever and forever. And that's the dedication phase where we continue to service and support you. We are your team member. We collaborate together. We're one team. So it's that, it's that active management of the assets, ongoing advice. I mean, I have clients call me every day asking me, hey, I'm going to buy this new car. Or I, I actually had a client call me, it, it was over a year ago, and he goes, guess what, Brian? Funerals are on sale at the funeral home. I just went in there, and he told me if I go and purchase this funeral today, it's going to be a discount, and next week it's going to go up. And I joked with him. I said, are they not going to take your money next week? And then we started laughing about it uh, and realized, hey, we don't need to rush and do that right this second. There are some other smarter alternatives. So it's continuing the proactive communication and education, our ongoing availability. When I started over 20, it's been 25 years, it's hard to believe, 1995, but I used to work with an attorney and then a, a CPA and a stockbroker and originally, you know, we, that's really what, you know, I kind of coined the term holistic planning because we were doing something nobody else was doing in the Cleveland area and bringing it all together into one plan. We, and that's what we do today, but we have the ability to do it all under one roof. But it doesn't mean we have to do it all under one roof. And I think some people get a little confused about that is like, oh, geez, does this mean that I can't work with my attorney I've worked with for years or my tax professional that I've been working with for 20 years or whatever it is? If you have existing relationships that are doing a great job, what the difference is we're going to bring them onto the team. We're basically going to make them as part of this team, this collaborative approach that's working in your best interest. And so it's really about being a fiduciary. That's what we are. We're fiduciaries. And so we're bound by law to act in your best interest. And so if someone is actually doing a really good job, then we're going to collaborate with that professional. We may need to handle some of the other areas, but we're going to make sure that professional, you know, maintains, you know, their seat at the table and is part of the team. Because you learn to trust somebody you want them back there too on your, on your team. Um, But then you guys have both been talking about buckets, buckets. Why is it important to bucket? Yeah, Brian, so you referenced this about the bucket plan. So I think it's, it's important to understand that there's two different components to holistic planning, right? First, there is the philosophy of bucketing. And so what the bucketing philosophy is in the world of financial planning, there's really two different uh, methodologies out there that, that financial planners and advisors subscribe to. There's the SWIP methodology, which is systematic withdrawal income planning. And then there's the bucketing methodology. We subscribe to the bucketing methodology. Well, what is that? So let's start with the SWIP. Systematic withdrawal income planning is the old 4% rule. If you accumulate enough money, you can draw 4% off of your liquid investable assets 
and you'll never run out of money. That was the old kind of school way of thinking. You have a bucket of money in the bank, and then you have a big bucket of money of all the rest of your money. You're going to draw 4% off of, and then, you know, hope and pray you never run out of money. But recent academic studies have shown you have a very high percentage of much higher than you would like to take, or most people, of running out of money if you draw 4% off your liquid investable assets. So SWIP planning, um, because uh, bond yields were so high when you look back over the last 30 years from a historical perspective, but now they're very low, we're at historical low interest rates, that's part of what is making uh, SWIP planning a little bit unrealistic, mm -hmm. right? And along with the volatility in the market, and the risk of if the market's down and you're forced to draw that money out, now you can never make that money back. And so what bucketing does, what's different about bucketing is you're time segmenting the money into three buckets based on the purpose and the time horizon of when you'll need those assets. So if you think of it in, in regards to a money cycle, there's a money cycle that we all go through throughout our lifetime, and it has three phases, accumulation, preservation, and distribution. The accumulation phase is when we're younger, we're working, we're preparing for retirement. We can afford to take on the risks, the ups and the downs of the market because we have a long time horizon before we're going to need to access those funds. And if we lose the money, we're working, we can make that money back. Right. So that's the accumulation phase. But see, when we start nearing, when we're, we're five, 10 years out from retirement, now we start entering the preservation phase. We want to preserve a portion of the assets that we're going to draw from in retirement and not subject it to the same kind of volatility or risk that we were able to subject it to in the accumulation phase. So in the preservation phase, we're preserving a portion of those assets in preparation for the third and final phase distribution, distribution to ourself in retirement right. and distribution to our family upon our passing. Now, the biggest mistake that people make is they go directly from accumulation into distribution and they never preserve a portion of those assets they're going to draw from first. And therefore, they continue to invest the money like they're in the accumulation phase and when they're actually in distribution or about to go into distribution. And there's a big risk in doing that. Um, so how do we mitigate that risk? We take a simple three bucket approach, now, soon, and later. The now bucket, you're safe in liquid money. It's typically your money in the bank. And, and Brian, you kind of coined this a few years ago, is like, the, it's the money you can put your head on the pillow at night and sleep soundly if that money's there. Everybody's got a magic number. And so you want to make sure that you have that money there. And see, a lot of financial advisors don't talk to clients about that. They actually try to talk them into having the least amount of money in the bank. So the rest of it is all invested. But see, if you do that, you don't really have true peace of mind. You need to make sure you have enough money in that now bucket so you have that peace of mind. So you want your planned expenses in there. You want your emergency or comfort fund. And then if you're about to take income off your assets or you're already taking income in retirement, you want at least a year's worth of income in there as well. So once you have that now bucket established, it's a simple two bucket approach soon and later. So the soon bucket is the money you may need sooner rather than later. 
So it's the money you have to take a more conservative approach on because you're going to be drawing income or withdrawals. It really is that preservation money that you need to make sure you're taking a more conservative approach because you have to have the confidence to have the capability to draw that income or off of those assets and not worry about the ups and downs of the market. The last thing you want to do is sell low, right? And so that's where that soon bucket is so important. And so that soon bucket is going to be where you're going to take your income or withdrawals because you need to supplement social security or if you have a pension, so you need additional income. Or let's say you're going to be uh, required to take uh, forced income, required minimum distributions. Mm -hmm. You want to have that taken care of in the soon bucket as well. Or maybe it's just life gets in the way. There's planned expenses that are five years out or seven years out that you know you're going to need big withdrawals that are going to come out. So that soon bucket is where we're going to take a more conservative approach. And now, if we have a now bucket established and a soon bucket established, we've effectively bought a time horizon to allow ourselves to invest the rest of the money in the later bucket. As we bought a time horizon, we can afford to take on more risk because the more risk you take on, the more return. So we can take on that volatility in the soon in the later bucket. Uh, by having a now and a soon bucket established. Brian, did you want to add anything? One important thing to, to talk about is the continual management of the actual bucket plan itself. It's really an on, I told everybody it's a, a living, ongoing organism that we got to continue to take care of. As we start uh, continuing the path of the bucket plan and we're drawing down the soon bucket, what do we need to do? Sometime in the future, we're going to need to replenish that soon bucket. So there'll be a time in everyone's future where we need to take some more money off the table out of the later bucket and replenish the soon bucket. So it's continually evolving. It's continuing to grow. So when we look at it and we're drawing down that soon bucket, eventually, eventually, we're going to have to replenish that with the later bucket. So management is an ongoing thing here too. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And the, the best thing, what we've seen is, hey, people tr build out these plans and they never continue to manage them. And that's one of the biggest gaps or, or biggest pitfalls people can run into is not continuing to manage the plan. Hey, maybe they'll get a plan built out one year and they said, hey, I'll handle this on my own. And that's one of the biggest things is we'll see them five years later and, and the plan wasn't taken care of. Mm -hmm. And as Jason said before, if the, the CPA isn't coordinating with the investment advisor, we go say, hey, go do this in your tax plan. And then they go tell the CPA and the CPA says, you don't need to do that. So it's also continuing to keep in conversation with all the professionals, whether they're in our office or there's some trusted professionals outside of our office, it's continuing to keep track of that and making sure the plan is on track every six months to every 12 months. All right, holistic. What are some of the examples of podcasts coming up some of the upcoming topics when it comes to holistic health, uh, because the planning and the management, definitely we're going to be doing podcasts in regards to investment management, tax planning strategies that we can do, and so on. So sub several aspects that have already been referenced in here that we'll be doing going forward. But when it comes to the holistic health, Big picture categories are mind, body, and soul. So the mind is, especially right now with us all being under the stay at home, I mean, we need to make sure we keep our mind right, right? Our mind, body, and our soul. 
And so talking about some of these things, like just the best practices in order to keep your mind right uh, in this environment and opportunities to do things like journaling and, you know, and reading and different apps on your phone and resources and whether that's incorporating meditation or yoga, basically, you know, making sure that you're keeping yourself healthy and your mindset right. Uh, so one of the things I, I saw at a conference and educational workshop I attended was that depression segment of people that it's highest in is actually retirees. And a lot of the reason behind that is because the lack of social engagement and interaction. And so that was one of the other things we thought about of why this topic is so important. And then just from the body standpoint is different exercising and stretching. And so we'll have nutritionalists, uh, we'll have a personal trainer we'll interview, um, we'll have a functional medicine doctor we'll interview, you know, the importance of different type of supplements that you should be taking and just all those things to keep your body uh, right as well. And then uh, lastly, in regard to the, you know, the soul is really just uh, a lot of that social health and just, I, no, we're not going to get into the religion category, but spirituality is a little bit different. Just in order to be happy and at peace with yourself and things that you can do, you know, to keep your keep yourself in, in a good place. Thanks, Jason Smith and Brian Bibbo of the J.L. Smith Group. To subscribe to the Holistic Wealth and Health podcast, simply use a subscribe button on this page. You can also share with friends and colleagues by tapping the share button. I'm Patrice Sikora, and let's talk again later. Thank you for listening to the Holistic Wealth and Health podcast. We hope we inspired you to make changes so you can live your best life. If you want to find out more about what we do, or if you want to have a holistic wealth and health financial plan, please call 440-934-9181. Please subscribe to the podcast and share it widely with your friends and family. information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of JL Smith Group or Prosperity Capital Advisors. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service providers with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Prosperity Capital Advisors, PCA, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. JL Smith Group and PCA are separate entities. PCA does not provide tax or legal advice.